Welcome to the Film Gods podcast, everyone. This episode, I want to let you know about a great man who is feeding our doctors and nurses. Philip Juma, head chef and founder of Juma Kitchen, didn't want to put his incredible skills of making delicious food, and I've tasted it, it's amazing, to waste during lockdown. So when Borough Market closed its doors, he took it upon himself to feed our NHS staff. He's single-handedly making hundreds of meals for them every week. And if you want to help feed our heroes, go to Juma kitchen.com yeah i'm saying it again that's jumakitchen.com and donate let's clap them on the thursday and feed them on a friday massive love and respect going out for juma kitchen let's get started ladies and gentlemen evolution to end game the first episode is going to be this man he's this is his th- <laughs> this is his third time doing it He's allowed me to figure it out, to hone it, to work on it, to make sure that it's what it needs to be for all the generations. I'm calling it Evolution to Endgame, E to E, and I want it to be connecting the film family generation. So where he's at now, passing on stuff downwards, um, and then him then having some a chat to people up the, up the ladder. So let's get straight into it. Uh, what's your name and what's your endgame? Uh, my name is Bradley Borman, and I want to be a feature film director. Boom. Um, what what have you done then? Where where are you at in your in your experience on set? So um, I'm lucky enough to last year, about 14 months ago, uh, I started up B2 Creative, which is a directing duo with me and my business partner Sam Barnum. Yep. Um, so we're quite fortunate that we're you know over a year in, um, we've done a number of music videos and mm-hmm. a couple of documentaries just to get our head around how how we work as a duo and how yep. and what kind of directors we want to be. Mm-hmm. So um, what's the what's the lead into that? Where where did the path start and how did you get to then start in the company? So I started when I was 16 years old at a production company called Partisan. Mm-hmm. Um I yep. had a week Nathan. work experience there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a week work experience there. Them guys were great. Um lucky enough for me they wanted to keep me on so I was there for about a year. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, had to leave because I didn't have a driver's license and to become a freelance runner, it's yep. very important to have a driving license, especially if you're not based in London. Yeah. Um, so I went away, done a few bits and bobs, other jobs. As soon as I got my car, I ran my diary service call box. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, you, you, you told me to do X, Y and Z. And I've done that now. So, it ha- you know, how can I come and get an interview and come work with you guys? Yeah. Um, I had an interview. Girls were lovely at Callbox. I'd recommend them to anyone that's looking to try and get into the freelance world. And um, it all kind of spurred from there about four and a half years ago. Nice. And done features, done commercials, dramas, music videos. What's your what's your remit? What's your what's your area? So I've focused mainly on commercials and music videos. Yep. Um, I'd like to do some feature films and try and get as a some, runner as a runner just okay. to try and get some more knowledge for yep. when, when i am at the top of the table as the director to know yep. how things work from the bottom and not just walk straight into the top because you, you kind of even though i've been on commercials for nearly five years of my life it's it's a completely different world yep. and i don't want to walk into directing on a feature film thinking that i know everything because i've done music videos and little online content because that's not the case at all how are you getting so how are you trying to get onto the film sets um, so what I'm doing mostly is trying to do my own short films. 
to start trying to get just some more knowledge on a smaller scale. To directing. So I'll be directing the short film just to get some knowledge on a shorter scale. And then on the big features, hopefully people will see that I have knowledge in short films and then hire me either as a runner or an AD to work on a feature film just so I can learn more really it's all it's all about knowledge this this industry is full of so much knowledge that Mm. it would help us all out if you know if we took the time and the effort to learn it and we kind of we kind of look over it I think because there's always that one guy that's the I am I know everything I can do this I can do that but it's not the case no matter how smart you are no matter how much you know there's always so much to learn that will help you become a better you nice boom so done five years commercials running want to get into running on a film set just to see how the film set works. What have you learned as a runner on a commercial set that the next generation should know? Um, I personally believe being a runner, it's some people find it very disheartening, you know, because they see it as the bottom of the table. But I tell you what, to go onto a set with no runners, I'd love to see how it works. Wouldn't work. Because runners are so, so important. And it, that you just need to remember that your job is very, very important. Yeah. You might only have little bits and bobs to do during the day, but those little bits and bobs make the big bits and bobs work. Nice. True. Truth. Um, and the advice then for that generation, for the film students and media students, what are you telling them? Uh, my best bit of advice is once you're on set, be very friendly to everyone, be open to talking to everyone, do everything with a big smile on your face. And just try and do it to the best you can. And if you can't do it, don't stress. Not everyone's born with so much knowledge. You need to learn. And the way to learn is if you can't do something, ask. Find someone that can do it. Find out how they'd do it. And copy it. See if you've got your own way. You know, you, you don't have to copy someone step by step. Yep. But once you know where you're at and where you need to be, if you've got to go a wiggly path to get there, you go set wiggly path. But as long as you get there, that's all that matters. Nice. Well, there you go. A little five minutes for the generation below. So let's flip it. Let's now start talking about you. Um, what, you know, having, having started off as a 16 year old, done a bit of in-house production, had to having to had taken that step away, get your driving license and potentially not in the, a horrible way, but kind of grow up a little bit within yourself to be on a film set. You, you know, you don't want to be a kid because these are, it's a professional environment and you want to be seen as someone that's looking to come in and learn it all. Um, What do you think's holding you back then from progressing to becoming a feature film director? Um, At the moment, I, I personally believe that me and Sam are kind of doing everything we can to get where we need to be. Um, Taking away obviously COVID that's put everything on a setback. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, f- I feel like we're doing well. And the, th- the thing with this is directing doesn't happen overnight. You know, you, it takes so much work and so much time and so much effort, blood, sweat, tears, everything. It needs to, you need to give everything in to be able to get everything out. Hmm. So, you know, I've only been doing it a year and I, I still see at least three or four years of doing what I'm doing, maybe on a bigger scale but still doing what I'm doing before I can finally part get to running it. part directing that, that kind of earn money in commercials as a runner and yeah. hopefully build until your experience. I, okay. Yeah. I, hopefully until I start earning some money, well, 
proper money through directing that I mm. can eventually kind of step out of the AD world and focus solely on directing because that's what my heart desires. Mm. So if COVID wasn't if COVID wasn't happening, what would you be doing now to get there? So um, some little things that I do is when I'm on set, even as a runner or an AD, you you kind of you have to communicate with everyone, um, especially people. So say if you you know you wanted to be a grip, you go and talk to the grips, find out about that. You want to be camera, go and talk to the ACs, go and talk to the. Loaders, How do you talk to a director though? You know there aren't going to be many times that you get to talk to. And especially if you want to be a feature films director, talking to a commercials director, they might not have this. They will only be able to give you the experience of their knowledge, which is commercials. So what do you do? Do you try and hit up feature films directors, you know, cold email them? Do you try and link in? Do you, do you get them up on, on Insta, on Facebook? You know, what, if, if that's where you want to go, what, what is it that you can do? So, um, yeah, other than being on set, which I'm fortunate enough to be on set, uh, some people aren't. So what I'd suggest to you is try and, you know, locate some freelance directors or even directors that are signed. But just try and, you know, pick their mind, pick their brain about some little things that you're maybe not too sure about or something that you're, you're not 100 percent on. But, you know, you're nearly there. You just need to, you know, a little bit more knowledge. And it's all about knowledge. And I know I keep saying knowledge, but it's so, so, so important to be able to get from where you are to where you want to be. You can't do it without learning. You have to learn and you have to make cock ups. It's as simple as that. Your biggest lessons in life will be from when you you make mistakes. Yep. So go, but don't, talk, don't talk to the don't talk to the uni students. Let's talk about you. Let's get you up there. Let's not let's let's get let, what can you right. As soon as we hang up this call, what are you going to do to try and get in contact with a film director? Uh, so I use Instagram mostly nice. because I have my um, my companies on there. B two Creative. Yeah. Um, so I have my work posted on there. So I approach people from that account so they can see what I'm about. Mm-hmm. Um, pick their brain, get a little bit of knowledge and. Does it work? Has it like like who who can who comes back? I guess everyone's at home sitting around with nothing really to do. This seems like a great time to be getting to be hitting people up for stuff. This is definitely the best time because, as you said, people have time on their hands, and a lot a lot of the people in this industry want to help people. So if you've got questions, they're more than happy to answer them, nice. and they're more than happy to help you out. So I've been I've been approaching directors that I look up to. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the way they work and I like, I just like their kind of mentality about the whole kind of position. What are their names? Uh, So you've got obviously Bugsy Riverbank Steel. You've got Tim Tim Mattia, which I I really like, and Carly Cussons. Okay. So they're they're my top three directors that I've worked with personally that I just, I love the way that they work. Nice. So what I what I do is I hit them. So go on. What's the what are the like? You got three questions. What questions do you have for those three people right now? So at my age of twenty three, what stage was you at? Stop it. What stage were you at? And where do you want to be? Uh, Where where did you want to be? And how did you get to there? At early twenties, what were the what were their goals then? Or what's yes? So so what the first question would be: What position was you at at my age? Okay. Where did you want to be and what was your plans? That's the same question. And then how, how did you get there? How did you execute it? Did you follow your plan? Mm-hmm. Did you fall into it? Did What happened? I just, 
again, I just want to know their experience because I know not everything's going to be a walk in the park. I know that for a fact. And yep. there are going to be a lot of mistakes on the way. So getting people's kind of insight to, to know that it, it is okay to mess up sometimes. It is mm. okay to make these little mistakes. So it doesn't cost you a big mistake when you've got a, you know, a 10 million feature film sitting on your hands. You're like, oh, 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 Love oh, it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, nice. You make these little mistakes while you can. Mm. And when you're on the big stage, where you've got eyes looking at you, this could be your big break. Oh God, I've just messed up. Boom. All That's right. Well, look, this is the question then. Why? why is why is being a feature films director the end game what is it i've I've just for me personally i i didn't always want to be a director i i come into the industry as an actor funnily enough Mm. um and then kind of switched roles and i was like i don't want to be in front i want to be behind the camera now yeah so i realized that i wanted to be a director and for me personally i love feature films and for me to be able to go out you know to hollywood and to go and shoot my basically it's my dream you know to go and have this massive film set of just everyone here to help you out and it's basically I, I, I don't know it's just that's where I want to be I don't I, you know when you just vision yourself and that's where I vision myself getting all of these little online content commercials and music videos is amazing but I see that as my path mm. do you know you know what I mean that, that's Definitely. that's, that's gonna put me in the right direction to hopefully where I can be a feature film director Amazing. Well, look, short app. I love it. Um, you know, kings and queens in the game at the minute. Those three directors, just name them again. Bugsy, Tim. And Carly. Carly. Three of you, if you're listening, if you're listening, hit him up. He's asked you some questions. Let's get, let's get the generations talking. And then Future Film Family, if you've got a question for Brad, you know, he's been running for five years. He started his own company that's shooting music videos and, and the lower in budget content stuff. It's probably the stepping stone, as he's saying. So hit him up. Um, where can these people get to you and talk to you and give you answers back? So the best place to obviously get in contact with me will be on Instagram. Uh, it's at B2Creative. Um, and just send me a message. It'll, either, it'll be myself replying or Sam, but I'll let Sam know that if we get any messages... Either give him the response that he he believes, or just you know, send him to you. Amazing, exactly that. We'll, we'll right. go for it, my team. Love it. Give him back and ask him. That's it. That's the whole app. Connecting the cool. film family generations, man. Well, look, ladies and gents, thank you for listening. It's a new app. Um, we've got a load more of these kind of coming up, so they're going to be shorter. We can engage with them when you're you know waiting for the kettle to boil and that kind of stuff. Um, and until we meet again, ladies and gents, thanks for listening. Big love, and that's a wrap. So that was a chat with the future film family at the game. I give it a shout at the end so you know the name. It's the Film Gods Podcast. The what? The Film Gods.